Welcome to Education Currents, a show designed to provide educational news and commentary from a Christian worldview. The greatest resource any community has is its children. And by providing for them the best possible education, we are providing for ourselves and future generations. Join us as we explore the latest social and political issues surrounding education today. Welcome, welcome. I'm here with Hannah Kerr. Is that, am I pronouncing it correctly? Yes, ma'am. Hannah Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Kerr, and we're going to discuss your latest album. Hannah has been singing in public since the age of five when her father, himself a worship leader, brought her to the front of the church to sing. That was in her native Buffalo. Yes. In a home where music was a constant. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, did you know that you would go on to become a re- a recording artist? I actually did not. So when I was younger, my dad, you know, he was a worship leader, and so I would sing with him often, but I just love singing. I never thought I would be an artist. I actually always wanted to be a teacher, so I think that's really cool that you're a teacher. <laughs> um, I've always loved working with people, and I've always wanted to make an impact in people's lives, and so I thought teaching was a great way to do that. So when I lived in Buffalo, you know, there's not really a big music business scene up there. So I just never thought about being an artist. It wasn't really a possibility for me. So it wasn't until I moved to Nashville when I was in high school that I really felt God's call to do this. So it's been for about three, three, four years now that I've begun the whole artist So did your parents move or you just decided to move to Nashville? My parents moved for my dad's job. So I didn't move here for music. We just moved here and music came out of moving. And you you talk about your high school experience. How is it to start a new high school when you are you don't know anybody? It was very, very difficult. It was one of the hardest times of my life just because I had lived in Buffalo my entire life. All my family lived there and all my friends live there. And so when you're 14 and your parents say, hey, we're moving to a place you've never been before and you're starting at a new school with 2,000 strangers. Um, It was definitely a shock. And so when we moved, I had a hard time for the first year. I kind of went through a dark season and, um, you know, just looked to the Lord through that time. And I learned a lot about myself. And now I can see how God has used that time to bear fruit in this period of my life of, you know, I, I worked through that time. And now this is what he taught me. And now I can share that with others. Yes. So it is often through suffering yes. that ministry is born. Did some of the inspirations for your songs come from that time? Absolutely. I would say every single song on my album came from <laughs> that season. Um, just learning through times of fear and doubt and a lot of worry about, God, what do you have for me here? You know, I thought I knew what I was doing when I lived in Buffalo, but then when you move to a totally new place, it kind of was just a season of seeking, just asking God, you know, what what is my calling? What what do you have for me? And so when I started leading worship, I really felt that call that God had given me to do music. And that was very just out of the blue for me. I just, I didn't even think about it, but um, I can definitely see how God has been preparing me my whole life to do what I get to do now. Now, did you write some of your own songs? Yes, ma'am. I wrote seven out of the 11 that are on my CD. At first, I thought I would write none of them. I just had never really (laughs) written songs before. But as I started asking God, you know, is this ministry of music what you have for me? I just felt like he was giving me so much inspiration. And so I walked into my first co-write and 
we wrote a song and from then on I fell in love with it. I think it's so cool that God would give us inspiration and then I could write that into a song. And so I love sharing what God has taught me through music. Now, are these the titles? Yes. So, Warrior, tell me a little bit about Warrior, what that song, the history behind it. Absolutely. So, Warrior is one of the ones that I didn't write, but I wanted to record it because I think it's an important message. The girl who did write it wrote it for her friend who was walking through cancer. And unfortunately, her friend did pass away, but her friend said that this song was truly a source of strength during her time, um, just to remind her to look to the Lord for her strength in, in times of suffering. And so I've been singing this song for about two years now, and it's been really cool to see how God has used it. Um, I was on tour last fall, and you know, people would come up to me and say, this song is exactly what I needed. I've been walking through a time when I feel weak, and I feel alone and afraid, and it just reminds me to keep hope alive when I look to Christ in times of suffering. You know, you think of people, authors, yeah. they write stories that have had meaning for mm -hmm. them in hopes that it will bless others. Yes. Why wouldn't song be the same way? What are some of the songs that you wrote I or co-wrote? Yes, I wrote the song Undivided. That was one of the first ones that I wrote for this project. Um, and like I said, I'm a worship leader at my church, and so... This song is really just a declaration of me saying, God, every time I stand before you in your presence in worship, I want to offer you everything I have. I don't just want to be singing, you know, pretty songs and offering these lyrics that don't mean anything, but really to mean each word that I sing with everything that I have. And so Undivided is just, God, I'm going to offer every part of my heart undivided for you. So I wrote that, and I love that song because when I step on stage, it reminds me this is not a show. This is not a concert. This is a moment to worship the King of Kings and Amen. to hopefully usher others into the presence of God. So, um, yeah, I love that song. It's, it's I, I awesome. love the idea, too. I mean, I've shared with my listeners many times that when in my work, mm -hmm. I decide to make every act an act of worship. Yes. That it changed. Yeah. You know, it, it really changed me. I don't mm -hmm. know. But I think that it also had a profound effect on the students that yes, I worked with. Absolutely. Because they realized maybe maybe those mirror neurons that we know very little yeah. about uh -huh. where we communicate without talking to right. each other, maybe those are radiating mm -hmm. uh, God's love. So that brings me to the title Radiate. Yes. So Tell me about that song. I wrote Radiate with my oldest brother. His name is Josh and then our friend Jordan. And Radiate was a word that I had been thinking about a lot because I think it's really cool that radiate means to emit light from a bigger source. And our big, our big source of light is God. He's the one that provides all the light and all the glory that we get to show others. And so I was talking to my brother about, you know, sometimes I think we all feel that, you know, God can't make beauty out of what we're going through. The times of suffering that we were talking about were like, man, what, what beauty can come out of this? What glory? And God says, I'll show you. Mm -hmm. He makes beauty out of ashes and he makes futures out of past that may seem, you know, that like they can't be redeemed. He mm -hmm. redeems all things. And so Radiate is just a song of, you know, if you look to God in times of need, he will make what you're going through radiate for his glory and he will make us vessels of his light. And so it's kind of a more fun song and it's upbeat, but it has a serious message that I hope impacts people. That's a wonderful testimony. So the mechanics of the actual writing it, you, you know, do, 
do you come up with the lyrics first and then set it to music or do you come up with the little tune and <laughs> it really depends on the song a lot of my songs start off as just one word ideas so undivided radiate those are things that you know a word that I felt like God was giving me as I was reading through scripture. And I was like, man, okay, so let's think about this idea. Ask God, okay, what's the truth about this? And read the word and then make the lyrics. Or sometimes I would feel like God would give me a melody that I would sing during my time of, you know, worship and prayer. And then I would write the words to go along with it. So it really just depends on the song. But I always want my songs to be based in scripture. And I want them to be truth that is definitely based on the word and about Jesus and about God and nothing that I just sing based on feeling but always grounded in truth. So I know I promised the listeners we get into your you know more about about you you have an older brother yes and you have any other siblings? I have two older brothers oh, so two I'm the youngest and the only girl. I love it though I love my brothers. My middle brother actually travels with me everywhere I go so I am very family oriented. I love my family so much and I'm young. I'm only 20. And so to have my brother with me kind of as a protector, but also he plays guitar for me. So everything I do is a, is a family event and it's great. I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm the youngest and I think that I've matured a lot because I've looked to my older brothers and they've set really good examples for me of what it looks like to live a life with Christ along with my parents. My parents are great. So is this... Are you going to, are you continuing your education? Yes. So you're going to school on top of all this? Yes, I am a full-time college student, so all week long I'm in class, and I'm a ministry major at a school called Belmont University, Belmont University, and so I go to school all week, and then I travel on the weekends doing conferences and some um, shows, which really are just worship nights and all different things on the weekends. What about your social life? You know, sometimes the social life, it's, it's got to take a back seat. No, I have great friends, and um, they're definitely a great support system for me. My life is crazy, and so I need, I need community around me that can be there when times get hard. And so my family is my main source of that, but I also have some great friends that I made at school, and they're always there for me, and I think everyone needs that community around yes, them. <laughs> yes, no man is an island. Yes. I'm looking at your flyer that was in your cd and uh, you talked about how you like one words mm -hmm. so you have a one titled overflow and another lifeline yes so t tell me about overflow overflow is the title track of my album my whole album okay. is called overflow and my prayer for this album is that God would use this, the truth that he's poured into me along with the peace that passes all understanding and the joy that only he can give and that he would, he would pour those into other people through my music. And so Overflow is just my, my hope that everything that I do would come from the depths of who I am and pour into others because of what God has done for me. And so the lyrics are just, let my worship overflow from the depths of my soul because you fill me up and I can't contain it, so I will overflow. Um, and that's, that's my prayer for everything I do in music is that it would never be because of what I can do, but it would be, be because of what God can do and what he has done in my life so that now I can share that with others. Well, we have to take a break right here. I'm talking with Hannah Kerr about her recent uh, CD called Overflow, and we just talked about the title here. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Rose Gamblin, 
And I come to you each week through the programs of Education Currents and Homeschool Companion. And I'm so blessed to be part of MRG Media Radio Ministry. And I'm giving you the opportunity to be part of it too. We can't stay on the air without your financial support. So take a moment right now during our fundraiser to call you with a gift of any size. As a token of my appreciation for your gift, I have a gift for you. So be sure you call. And my gifts consist of books from different guests that I've had on the show and different topics that I've done. And I also have some books that I've written that I've autographed for you. So be sure and call us 301-824-3162. That's 301-824-3162. Or write to MRG Media at P.O. Box 413, Smithsburg, Maryland, 21783. That's P.O. Box 413, Smithsburg, Maryland, 21783. Welcome back. I'm talking with Hannah about her CD overflow and some of the stories behind the titles are fantastic. And I know that some of my listeners would be saying, wow, I have a lot of songs. You know, I'm just full of songs. Uh, God has given me so many songs that I have no way of, I don't really want to be on stage. I have no outlet. Do you have any words for maybe that songwriter or that poet? People ask me this all the time. They say, you know, how can I do what you're doing? How can I become a Christian music singer or whatever? And the answer is, I don't have an answer, but I do know that God calls us to serve where, where he places us. And so what, whatever that looks like for you, whether you're singing songs in your bedroom, God is glorified through that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, no matter if you're singing for an audience of 10,000 or just by yourself, God is still glorified by what you offer him in worship. And so just bloom where you're planted, wherever God has you, put everything you have into that and he will bless that. And so there's a verse that says God will promote you at the proper time. And his timing does not always look like our timing. I never would have thought that <laughs> my proper time in his eyes would be right now. Yeah. Um, and so just just serving where God has placed you, I think, is what leads to anything, is what leads to God has for you is just looking to him in each season. Share with us the timeline. Or, yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting. I've read a little bit in your promotional Share with the listeners your timeline of where you were in Buffalo and Mm -hmm. then how this all came to be. Okay, so I lived in Buffalo until I was in high school. Then I moved to Nashville in high school. I started leading worship my freshman year. Um, And as soon as I started leading worship, I really felt God whisper, this is what I have for you. This is what you are meant to do. Regardless of what that looks like, whether it's on a big stage or a tiny stage or no stage at all, I know that God's called me to lead worship right now. And so... Started doing that in high school. I did that all throughout high school. And then um, I met my producer through that, through leading worship. He came and heard me lead and he wondered if I wanted to do music. And at first I said, nope, (laughs) nope, don't want to do that. I want to be a teacher. I want to be out of the spotlight. I just want to lead worship. I don't want to be an artist. But then I really just from that moment on was asking God, okay, is this something you would have for me? And I truly felt him say, yes, this this ministry is what I've prepared for you your whole life. 
so I started, you know, writing songs and doing an album and touring a little bit. And it's been uncomfortable every step of the way. I've been afraid and worried <laughs> and unsure. But God has time and time again shown that this is what he has for me. So I signed my record deal on my high school graduation day. And from that moment on, I started college, and now I've just been busy with music stuff. Yes. It's been so did you stick with the same producer? Yes. Yeah, he produces Casting Crowns as well. They're a well-known Christian group, and so that's why I toured with them this past fall. We have the same producer, so we know each other, and they've kind of been mentoring me. So, yes, same producer. I, I will never leave. He is amazing. He has really helped me and kind of helped shape me into the artist that I, I wanted to be. That, that's a great testimony, too. Mm -hmm. You know, a few years ago, mm -hmm. really, the options for Christian young people were to be a doctor, a teacher, <laughs> yeah. you know. But now we have artists, and we realize that we need to get into every avenue that there possibly is. Right. That yeah. the gospel needs to go everywhere. Yes. It needs to go through song. It needs to go through film. Yes. Story. It needs to go because... We believe Jesus is coming again soon. Mm -hmm. What has been your biggest challenge in all of this? Man, there have been a lot of challenges. And I always say the good outweighs the bad. Um, but there are challenges. I think I've, I've wrestled a lot with how can I glorify God best in this, in this area? How can, you know, when, when it seems like I'm on a stage and I'm singing songs to a bunch of fans, I'm using quotations with my hands mm -hmm. here, fans, is that really glorifying to God? And over, over this whole season, I felt him say, yes, it is glorifying. If the state of your heart is to glorify me and not to make your name known, but to make my name known, then I'm being glorified. Um, but also I'm, I'm traveling a lot and that's really hard. It's hard to be away from home, especially when I'm 20 and I want my mom. I still yes. miss my mom so much. Um, but you know, I think sometimes when God calls you to something, it's not easy and you just yeah. have to trust him through it. And I've learned so much more through the difficult times than I ever would if everything was just rainbows and daisies all the time. So I'm grateful for the difficult times because I've learned so much through them. So your family lives in Nashville yes. still? Yes. So they still live there and I'm traveling all the time, but I always, I always do go home when I can. And uh, and next year, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention will be back in Nashville. I know. I've heard that it's been in Nashville <laughs> yes. so long, and now it's here this year. It's so funny. So you had to travel here. Yes, I flew in last night. Um, so, yeah, I'm grateful to be in Florida, though. The weather is very nice. <laughs> I know. I, I, didn't bring, I didn't bring warm clothes. Me either. <laughs> like, oh, find me something. Oh. It's very cool in the convention hall. So yes. what... So here at the convention, mm -hmm. what will you be doing? Are you going to be singing at all? I will be. I'll, I'm singing today. So I'm going to do four songs and just try to give people a glimpse into who I am and what I believe God's called me to say. So that'll be really fun. And then just a lot of interviews, trying to get to know people and let people get to know me. So it's been fun. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, you said you missed your mom. Yes, always. And your, and your dad, <laughs> yes. too. 
and your dad is musical. Is your mom also musical? Yes. My dad always says that I get my voice from my mom because my mom is a great singer. Um, so my whole family is very involved in music. We just, that's what we do. When we get together, we sing together and we worship together. And that's how we bond as a family primarily is through music. I think that's really cool. <laughs> I love that about my family. We're not super athletic, but we love singing and we love music. So it's really fun. <laughs> so is your dad still a worship leader at his church yes so when we we lived in buffalo he had done you know this one church for my whole life growing up and he really built a church from the ground up it grew into this really big church and so when we moved to nashville he kind of didn't lead worship for a little bit and then he started a new church plant in east Mm. nashville um about maybe six months ago so it's been cool to watch him do that again i'm kind of reliving my childhood it feels really good that is and i suppose when you can you help yeah that's what i was gonna say you know it's been cool to help him with it because before i was so young that i just Mm -hmm. would watch and learn and now i get to actually help him lead worship and so it's it's been cool to see how god has brought that full circle yes and do you what part or what percentage part do you think Mm -hmm. music plays in drawing people to a church? I think it definitely plays a part. I think there's a lot of things that draw people to a church, but it seems like now worship music has become, you know, something that draws people in. And so I think it's important. I think it's an important aspect for sure. And looking forward, we just have a few minutes left of the show. Mm -hmm. Looking forward, do you, are you, planning to just continue on this path and I do think other so. albums and I think so whatever God allows me to do I will just continue walking through this season of school full-time and touring full-time and I really want to graduate I think that's important so I want to graduate but I also want to be obedient to what I think he's called me to do in ministry and so with this whole music thing I'm just going to keep making music I'm going to keep you know hoping to lead worship and impact people and Whatever God has for me, I'm I'm prepared. Well, fantastic. So we're going to lead out the show with uh, one of your songs. What? Okay. Which song do you think would be the best? I think uh, probably Radiate because, Radiate. yeah, I, I think. Great. And I want to thank you now. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. Thank you so much. It's truly an honor. And I have one last thing to say, and that is keep learning.
You have been listening to Education Current, a production of MRG Media Ministries. For more on this or to contact us, go to mrgmediaministries.com. That's all one word, mrgmediaministries.com.